probably the best school radio station in the world. This is Bry Radio, proudly sponsored by the BPN. Hello and good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another instalment of Bry Island Discs. We're here and we're fortunate to have Mr. Welford in the studio with us tonight. Say hi, Mr. Welford. Hi, Mr. Welford. It's an obvious <laughs> gag, but you've got to go with it, haven't you? Yeah, you do. You do. No, I agree. It's a new one. I like it. it really? Um, no one's ever said that? I, I, you'll be surprised. Yeah, oh, no, that's the on. first. That's the first for me anyway. Um, so anyway, good evening, Mr. Welford. It's great to have you on. And uh, tonight we'll be setting you ashore, as you can see on your left, actually, on the wall up there. Um, I know our viewers at home can't, but the wonderful Bry Island. So um, with your five tracks of choice, hopefully, as well. I'm honoured. There's, there's literally legends. Everyone is a legend up there. We have so many legends, that's true. And now you're Apart from Millsy, but... I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're joining yeah. the Wall of The rest of legends. <laughs> the majority of legends. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll start you off with a quick first question, um, Mr. Welford. So you're going to a, a, a wonderful Bry Island, and so you can bring two things with you, a luxury item and a book of your choice. What, where are you leaning towards? What, what, kind of, what, what are those two things would you, would you bring? Uh, this is a good question. I, I, I just want to point out that you've uh, literally sprung that on me. We didn't know this was going to happen. No, was that no, on the emails completely, or this, no, this not at all. <laughs> but luckily, uh, we did. We did uh, Desert Island Discs in the first lockdown. So the uh, the the Dixons, Johnsons, uh, and Simpsons and Welfers were in a, a Zoom call, and we all did our, our top ten uh, songs. And we also had those two questions. Now, so in answer to my luxury item, I have to take a windsurfer. So I like windsurfing. I take a windsurfer. Mr. Johnson then said I wasn't allowed any form of travel, so I told him to not be a sanctimonious git and let me take my windsurfer because it was just for it's just for funsies. So you know I was allowed that. Um, uh, the book there's there's a lot of good books out there, um, and I uh, I think Shantaram was on the list, um, but I had to go with um, there's a book about uh, kayaking down Everest, and it's literally called Canoeing Down Everest by a chap called Mike Jones, who was a a paddler back in the 70s and we're talking old fiberglass kayaks and true sort of a perilous adventure and this this book sort of captured my imagination uh, in the in the 90s and i've reread it a couple of times it's just a it's a cracking read a cracking book of uh, of tales of daring do and so yeah that's what i'd take i think i could read that several times and not get bored with it oh that's cool that's cool you there's always the kind of go-to book i think um and you said about a windsurfer uh, obviously not for traveling purposes no, um, so i'd take uh, off and i'd come back to the beach i wouldn't carry on no, to the next no. island <laughs> the, it, it, it wasn't for uh, yeah, escapism so what kind of makes you choose that are you uh, are you kind of big with the sea is that something that you're really really passionate about yeah i guess so i mean we always we grew up as uh, in pool mum and dad had a boat and we always used to sail uh, i did marine biology at university i was always messing around by the sea or on the sea so uh ironically i married a a, a wonderful wonderful lady who uh, who absolutely hates being on the sea and uh, and doesn't enjoy it at all um so that was rather ironic in my my choice of, uh, of partner but uh yeah i think i've always always enjoyed being by the sea and it's somewhere i'm i find i guess i find calm and probably well-being in a in a strange way but yeah yeah, I do. I do like being by the sea or on it. Yeah, that's cool. Are you are you a bit of a local boy as well. You know, being around pool. You know, kind of within the Dorset region. Is, yeah, is so I, I grew know? up in Upton, which is sort of nine, ten miles down the road. Nice. Um, and so we had a boat on Pool Harbour for ages, and we'd you know we'd sail up the south coast and occasionally across the channel, and then uh i I got a job sailing for a year so i went had a year sailing around um around the world (laughs) so we we sailed from pool to australia uh about 15 years ago wow wow we're going to touch on that after the break actually but mr welford we've got your first song coming up and i think it's song two by blood talk to us a little bit about that song 
So this is, it's just a, uh, it's a song that is, it's a big, exciting song. You know, it's big, big, uh, well, I don't understand the lyrics, but it's just, it, it, it's a blast. It's a woohoo. It's a, it reminds me every time of uh, learning to snowboard back in the early, early 2000s. Uh, sort of a bunch of us would go to Andorra, you know, cheap, cheap flights, cheap, cheap accommodation, cheap booze. Um, and I learned to, learn to snowboard there. And it was, I think that was, must have been playing in all the bars and, it just kept running around my head as we're shooting down the slopes and falling over lots. Wow, wow, let's hear it now. Thank you. Wondering how you can show your love? Head over now to Facebook and drop a like. song right there song two by blur everyone great first choice thank you mr welford and as promised um your sailing trip around the world <laughs> we've, we've got to hear more about that you very casually threw that in there so yeah develop that a little bit if you can so so i've thrown that in early on uh, assuming that you guys heard it before because as, as as we said in the uh, in the break uh, i've done an assembly on it i've 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 historically told literally everyone I meet, so I make sure that everyone I know because it was the it was probably the biggest decision I made in my life, and it was it was a, one of the biggest experiences in my life. So um, yeah, I got a I got a job as actually t- I was a teacher uh, in Chipping Camden in uh, in Gloucestershire, and the, this job came up it, back in those days. The jobs were in a, a newspaper, so it wasn't online. So I was reading the, the newspaper on a Friday, and this this uh, this job came out, and it said something like, "Do you fancy teaching but sailing around the world?" I was like, well, I'm a teacher. I like sailing. What's not to like here? So I phoned the number, got the job, and then uh, I taught uh, a little boy and a little girl, sort of 14-year-old, 9-year-old, for nine months at sea. So we left Poole, sailed down um, to the Canary Islands, across to the West Indies through the Panama Canal, and then across, stop you if I'm boring you here, <laughs> and then across oh, sure. to the uh, <laughs> the Pacific Islands uh, through those and end up in in, uh, in Australia. 
Wow. So, yeah, sort of nine months later. Just ended up there. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was a kind of a plan. So the, the family then left. They they flew back. Um, and I taught everything apart from, uh, I said I couldn't teach Latin or French. Uh, so the dad uh, taught uh, Latin because he'd done some Latin. Um, and I taught, uh, sorry, and the mum taught French. They came back uh, and they did their entrance exams in uh, for their school. So Putney High, I think, and he went to St. Paul's. And they passed everything apart from French and Latin. So happy days. <laughs> Vindicated on every front. Well, it was yeah, fine. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, it's yeah. a testament to your, to your great teaching, which, sound, which sounds great. And, You're um, good. I like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Um, so, and on the kind of, on the on the uh, route that you just described to us, what, what would you say you kind of, what was your biggest takeaway from that, that whole experience? I mean, would you do um, it again? I'd, I'd love to, but as I said, I mean, the current situation, it's, it's not going to happen. Um, I did... Uh, it, uh, to say it, it would be a bit cliche to say it was slightly spiritual at times, but if you're you're out there, sort of uh, the the Pacific was three three weeks at sea without seeing land or that sort of thing, or seeing even other boats, and dusk and dawn when you're just there and you're looking around and there's nothing there apart from the sea and the wind's blowing. You're not using any fossil fuels, so you know it kind of it's it it ticks that box. So it's 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 quiet, it's green, it's friendly, and you're just travelling. Uh, it was just, yeah, kind of, yeah, amazing. It was just amazing. Wow. Um, so those sorts of, yeah, those times, and then seeing the the animal life and the uh, being out there in the and the tropics and seeing that sort of thing again. That was that was a, it was a real privilege to be on the boat. But then the those sorts of experiences were unbelievable. Yeah, I was very lucky to be there. No, lovely. And would you say that was your that was your favourite part? Would you say? Is there, is there uh, yeah. So it was the it was the kind of the solitude of being out there, um, and there was amazing little experiences along the way, and and like yeah, so the the animals and seeing the uh, diving with sharks or or windsurfing across lagoons and that sort of thing. It's just there was so much to it. Um, it was it was truly amazing. Yeah. Wow, sounds so surreal. Does sound very surreal. And um, anyway, on to your second song, Mr. Welford. I think tonight we've got, um, is it Lose Your... Uh, oh, I think I have to get one. Super Duper Love um, by Josh Stone. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So so the, uh, when I first met my wife in sort of 2004, uh, I was working in London. She was working in Poole. So I used to come down and see her for the weekends. Um, and then I'd end up getting the train at, uh, at sort of five o'clock in the morning from Poole. So I'd have, we'd have to get up before then to get to the station. And she'd drive me to the station in her, she's got a little little green uh, Nissan Figaro and it had a CD player and she seemed to only have one CD in there and this was a Joss Stone CD. Uh, and the first song on that was Super Duper Love. So she'd drive me to the station and it was just, it just reminded me very much of our early uh, and happy times. Wow, how nostalgic <laughs> and oh, that's, yeah, very lovely, very lovely. Let's hear that now. Thank you, Mr.
Wonderful. Um, and Mr. Welford, we're back. And uh, thank you for sharing that wonderful story about sailing, you know, to Australia. That's that's so incredible. Um, Anytime. Literally, you know, if anyone's out there wants to hear more, you know, I, I, I don't think, mind yeah, talking about it. I think we were just it, chatting you know, in the break, actually. something I quite like talking about. <laughs> I feel yeah. like we should uh, we should do an assembly with uh, well you should do an assembly. I did an, I did an assembly, but it must have been before journey. you were here. I'll, I'll see if I got the PowerPoint. I'll wind it out. Yeah, I might have to. I think <laughs> I think it'd be very appreciated to be honest. Um, so and going kind of backwards a little bit, uh, reflecting uh, your childhood kind of talks me a little bit about kind of growing up um, and you know school. How did kind of did you were you great in school? Did you enjoy school? Was it not really your thing? Yeah, I I, I, I think I I was. Uh, I didn't find stuff hard to do, so it was uh, in academically, so that wasn't a chore. I kind of got on with most people. I, I definitely wasn't sort of cool, so I just I had friends who I was friends with. I didn't necessarily have any enemies, so it was not gliding through, but it didn't seem to be that traumatic, which I'd really appreciate looking back. You know, it was just it was just it was relatively straightforward. And you know, back in the days when you had O levels, that was they were proper things at the end of the day. Not, I'm not saying the GCSEs aren't, but the, you know. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was it was pretty straightforward, I guess. Nice, yeah. No, I like that. And um, and how did music kind of was music quite a big part of your childhood or not? Not really. So I uh, I have conversations with my wife and her her family are all revolving around music, and they you know the and uh, my, her mum teaches my daughter songs, and they you know they're very much into songs. And they ask me the same sort of question, and I guess music really wasn't wasn't a big deal you know back then I had a tape player I didn't have a record player so I had to I think Mr Vincent's mentioned that I had to rely on other people to record music for me I think Whitney Houston was one of my first albums <laughs> uh, and that was ripped it wasn't original it was ripped off someone else so uh, it wasn't yeah it wasn't necessarily a big deal I, I, I did have a Walkman back in the day yeah right didn't really use it that much I think the batteries run out and it's kind of stayed around about it. <laughs> so yeah I wasn't really that fussed and I'm and I don't think I'm 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 not hugely fussed about music now. I just like I like I like hearing it, and I have, I don't think I have a, a music that fits into sort of a, a music a, a taste that fits into one genre. Just right, sort of anything's good. Yeah, you know, no, you know yeah. if I like it, I like it. If I don't, then I just won't listen to it. Yeah, understandable. Um, and kind of when you were leaving school, um, did you, did you reflect at the time thinking, right, I now know that kind of going down your whatever career path you kind of chose to go down into that teaching route, did um did that was was school quite a big catalyst for that or or did you kind of just make well in terms of my influence of being a teacher yeah right no that was a uh i gotta be honest it was a bit of a last minute decision so i'd done a bit of teaching canoeing in france i'd done some teaching windsurfing in the states um and i ended up bit back in uh the uk sort of late one summer and thought what are we doing now uh and applied to to teaching because it was another year back in swansea where i was at uni so that was uh, that was a big draw for it, um, and so got into teaching because there possibly weren't any other options. So it wasn't necessarily a, a career path, but then then doing it, it just it it seemed relatively natural, and and I know I enjoyed it. So so that carried on, and that was you know that was ninety six, so that was a fair while ago. Yeah. Uh, and here I am. <laughs> and here you are. And here you are. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we'll move on to your, your third song choice. Um, I believe we've got um, "Lose Yourself" by Eminem. So it tells me a little bit about that choice. Yeah, so it's a relatively easy shoe in here. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a blast of a song. It's a it's a massive pump up. It's it's something that I think is played in in uh, in rugby changing rooms all over the world, probably to get people hyped up. And so that I, I used to play for I used to play rugby badly. Uh, I used to uh, yeah play for the second team down at Litchit because there wasn't a third team. 
Um, and we used to pump this out in the changing room, getting ready. So, you know, you get changed to this and then go out and get get destroyed by the opposition. But it still made us feel good for that moment when we were coming out. So, yeah, that <laughs> I guess was, you hyped. That yeah, was it. Sure. And as, as I said, I tried to try to learn the uh, the words several times, but it's never it's not just not going in. So I. I just have to listen to it every time. It's a new time. It's like a goldfish. <laughs> I'm sure the uh, the viewers will understand what you mean when, uh, when they hear it in just a second. Thank you, Mr. Welford. Opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted in one moment. Did you capture it? Just let it slip. Yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop palms. But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down. The whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth, but the words won't come out. He's choking high. Everybody's choking now, the clock's run out, time's up, over, blow. Snap back to reality, oh, there goes gravity, oh, there goes rabbit, he choke. He's so mad, but he won't give up daddies, he know, he won't have it, he knows. His whole back's to these ropes, it don't matter, he's dope, he knows that, but he's broke. He's so stagnant, he knows, when he goes back to this mobile home, that's when it's back to the lab again, yo. This old rhapsody better go capture this moment and hope it don't
wow, wow. We were just talking the break, actually. Uh, this is Mr. Welford's, I think, is it 16th, did you say? 16th, 16th yeah, year? yeah, so I think so. Yeah. 2006, so quite a, quite a nice kind of period of time at Bryanston, which is good, but we'll get on to that in a second. Um, Mr. Welford, you've been to quite a few places, you were saying, um, and this is kind of barring the, um, the, the sailing around the world. Um, you were in New Zealand for a year, I think you said. And yeah, so, yeah tour in Australia for, a, for, yeah, for about a year and then New Zealand for about a year as well. Yeah. So how does that like, how, how does that compare to the kind of the, the British, the English kind of educational system? And just yeah, I, mean, I, I, I don't want to chuck this here, but I worked in America for a bit as well, you know. Oh, wow, nice. So, really well, I, did, I did, well, I did, I, I taught some windsurfing in, in uh, America. And so going from America to uh, Australia, Australia was very it was quite American so nice open spaces people over in Australia were really matey and it was the, the culture was out about sort of going out and having and friends and this sort of thing um, and then going to New Zealand after that New Zealand was a lot like Britain in the people a little bit more reserved but but equally just they were working to to live rather than just slaving away you know to pay a mortgage and that sort of thing so uh, I don't know if you look. Can ask me my f- sort of favourite place, but probably New Zealand. Yeah, New Zealand <laughs> for the for the um, for the scenery, for the for the for the yeah for the work ethic and culture, um, and and just the friendship over there. You know, the people were 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 just really nice. Yeah, really good. Yeah, really to get on with. So, and you said America has been quite open. I think is that right? Yeah, also in terms of open spaces. So you know, there's there's a there's a a, a big population, but a huge space, so people are pretty spread out, so they're not yeah. all in, in cities. I'm not, a, I'm not a big fan of cities and urban areas, that really. Now, now I'm not great with um with with geography and all that, but I know New Zealand and kind of Australia are kind of the same continent, at least. Well, so. they're down there. Kind of, yeah. We call it Oceania. Exactly. Yeah. A long way away. So, <laughs> so were they quite, are they really quite similar? Did you find there was not much difference between the two? So I think yeah. if you ask um, an Australian, then you know what they think. Yeah, they'll, Zealand, they'll, they'll, be, they'll be thoroughly annoyed if you call yeah, the Australian exactly. a Kiwi and, yeah. and vice versa. Yeah. But they, yeah, they are, they are, they are similar. But um, I think probably Australia's a little more, a little bit more developed, and I don't mean that in a good way. I mean they, they are. Um, uh, it's uh, yeah. It, it probably boils down to the the history. So uh, when when the English settlers arrived, the Aborigines had just felt they owned the land. Uh, sorry, didn't didn't own the land. They were just part of the land, so they didn't kick up a fuss at all. And they they let the, the the settlers kind of trample over everything and just retreated and did their own thing. So that that influenced, I think, the culture massively. Uh, the 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 Maoris really fought tooth and nail for their lands, and they didn't didn't enjoy the fact that that the the, the white man was coming in and settling. So mm. I think that that wasn't a massive sort of geological time ago. So that that has influenced the what you see now in terms of their societies. Yeah, um, so they yeah. are they are different. Although they are relatively close together, yeah, they're they're very different. Yeah, hugely historical impact on the on even kind of life today, which is really really cool. Um, and your music tastes like that. I mean, I know I hate to bring up the music question again, but did that um <laughs> did um did that kind of did well? Did you did any song from here or any of your favourite songs in general kind of inspired by that period of your life? Or um, I don't think there's any here from there, and um, uh, it's as I said, it, it music hasn't had a a huge thing the things have popped out but I've never gone looking for the music so I'm not a big sort of festival goer or a uh, you know a, a, you know any to go to a, a gig I think they call it these days in popular music culture I it's not a big I wouldn't I wouldn't spend my money on stuff I've ended up at places for various reasons but it's not something I, I hugely enjoy being in a big crowd but I, I do get dragged to them occasionally and I guess I enjoy them while I'm there but it's not you know, it's not a. It's not something I'd go seeking mm. necessarily. Mm. I, 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 you know, I enjoy a good bit of S Club Seven. Got to be honest. 
<laughs> At least you're honest, that's what's amazing. <laughs> it was quite um, hard boiling this down, yeah, because S Club was on my, my top ten. Uh, but boiling that down to these five, it had to go. Yeah, five's a narrow list. Like, Mr. Yeah, Simpson, Mr. Johnson will be happy now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Got to keep them. Got to keep them <laughs> on good terms. Uh, and keeping on the music theme, uh, we're moving to your, I think, penultimate song, and we've got um, "Somewhere Over the Rainbow." Uh, I'm not going <laughs> to attempt to pronounce yeah. the uh, the publisher, but yeah, "Somewhere Over the Rainbow." So uh, yes, yeah, so so uh, Israel Kama Kama. Yeah, yeah, that one. Kama Kama. We we all that one. You said that, not me. Yeah. So this one. I first heard this when I was working. I worked in Latimer Upper in in London for for I think four years, um, and there was a Kiwi guy over there, and he he used to play it and kind of sing falsetto to it, and it just that little bit made me laugh. But then the music kept popping up, um, and it's just a lovely little twist on a classic tune. Um, and we actually we had it we had it played at our wedding as well, so that it was you know it was a, it featured again. It featured on quite a few people's Desert Island discs as well uh, with the Dick, Dixons and Johnsons. So. Uh, I think lots of people have maybe heard it, but it's just it's one of those ones that keeps on sort of cropping up through my my history. Mm, well, it's good to have it on here. Let's hear that one more time. Way up high. 
Wonderful, and we're back. And uh, yeah, as we were saying uh, at the start of the last uh, the last break, we were saying uh, that um, yeah, Mr. Welford, your sixteenth year here. So tell me, why have you why have you stuck in the kind of Bryanston community? Not not in a bad way, of course. Yeah. <laughs> for, you know, for such a long time. It's is well, the, the, having taught in quite a few different schools, coming here and uh, seeing the the different way, or the, it's the different ways that Bryanston works, which has probably kept me here. So the idea of having an individual tutor and having the the CPs and that sort of thing, I've never seen that both happening in a school so the the investiture that the school has in um the the individual students is massive you know it is genuinely massive and it, it eclipses anything I've, I've seen before so you get to spend time with students talking about that you know their pastoral things if you're a tutor or in the academic stuff it's just that, that that's something i haven't seen before and i you know identify that it sounds like i'm selling you the school and i don't need to you're part of it that's but, true yeah there. it's a bit of a marketing <laughs> sort of uh, spiel that but it, yeah that that's probably why i stay and i have stayed and the um and the other thing is i've been lucky to have different opportunities while working here so you know every couple of years my, my role seems to have changed um which which makes things um different and new and and, a, and a, i guess a bit of a challenge and obviously the biggest challenge now is is being a housemaster and uh and uh, yeah, and and making sure that the 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 boys are happy in in Connaught and um, and getting you know giving them the opportunity to be the the best that they can be. Mm, yeah, and as you say, being a housemaster, I think that's probably. Would you say that's kind of your biggest um, kind of change in in your kind of job while you've been here? How, how's that been? Like? Yeah, definitely. So I I I never worked at a boarding school before here, um, and so I I you know been in in an academic career i guess for for a while but actually being part of a boarding school and then moving into the 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 husband role it was a was a huge change for me and the and the family and um uh and it's it has been really positive so uh in my roles as a head of science or whatever it, i seem you seem more detached from the pupils going into the house now you know I'm, we're you know living and breathing with them and it's uh it's a lot it's a it's a it's a much greater connection if you like um, and if I do a good job, I think I get pretty good at. I get, well, I, I do get instant feedback. The boys look happy, and equally, if I do something they don't like, the feedback is instant. You know, I, I mentioned the digital detox of the day the, in the assembly of the day, and there was there was pretty instant feedback after that. <laughs> yeah, I think that was uh, pretty unanimous. I won't lie. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah, universal. No, indeed. Anyway, no opinion. Um, <laughs> so um, anyway, uh, I know I'm well, really looking forward to it. I, I genuinely, I th- I'm. I know I would be because I'm part of the establishment, but I think to give stuff up for 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 that period of time, I think it's definitely achievable, and it's 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 going to. Okay, there's some shaking of heads going on here, but <laughs> I, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's I think for uh, it's, it's I think it's going to be good, and I think people might surprise themselves. Yeah, I think it's definitely going to be tough. I mean, uh, definitely for like I know the IB lot and the um and uh and just iPad users will find might find it a little bit yeah, trickier. Yeah. Um. But anyway, I think well we'll really see. I guess they're going to be thrown in the deep end for a day, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Now I know we've got one of your boys in the room, um, Ben. Uh, shout out to Ben. Hi Ben. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> um, what would you say is your was has been your probably your biggest challenge in the kind of husm role? Would you? I mean, this is your third year, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Model, so, so I guess I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. I mean, it is, it is a, it's a, it's a massive role, and there's so many facets to it, and it, it takes definitely t- takes a while to get into it. So, so now I'm starting to kind of feel settled and feel a, a lot more assured, I guess, in what I do, rather than kind of giving it a go and seeing if it works, and then having to get the feedback and whatever. Um, so you asked the 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 most challenging part of the role. Mm. Uh, um. The the boys themselves are, are are amazing. I have to say that because there's one in the room. Um, but 
it's probably the, ch- the challenging thing is, is managing uh, parental expectations sometimes. So, you know, parents want to do one thing. The school is set up to do other things occasionally. Um, so so that's that's sometimes challenging. Um, I think probably the, the hours, you know, the shift you put in a week is is quite draining. So by the end of term, you know, you're kind of you feel on your knees. You haven't seen your family much. And and that's it's it's probably that 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 time drain is going to be the most challenging thing. But then again, we only work for seven weeks, and then we get a break. So yeah, I guess so. so I it's guess not that bad. Bit, yeah, yeah, it's not, not bad. I do, the, yeah, yeah, it is good. It is good. Yeah, I can imagine it's definitely full on. Definitely for husbands in the term, it's it's a, it's, a, it's quite a demanding demanding. Uh, yeah, job, but I but expect, rewardable, but, you know, and and rewarding in that the, the uh, you know if the boys are happy, I'm happy. So great, yeah. as you said, instant feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So um, anyway, uh, before we move on to your your final song, um, uh, in fact, you know how are we looking? Uh, yeah, well, we'll move on to your your final song now. So I think we've got all. Is it all together, all together now? now yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, talk to so me this about this that is final just song. it's it's a it's a relatively simple uh, choice. It's part of my the end of my or my uh, university years. So three years at, um, in the early nineties and. Oasis were kicking off the old Oasis blur thing was going on there was Mr Vincent has mentioned this the sort of the, the battle of those two bands and the, there was different boy bands around but the farm just came out with this this track and it's just it's pretty chilled and it just it just reminds me of kind of those hedonistic university days that's it yeah great to hear no Mr Welford and you know finally just from me thank you so much for coming on the show it's great to have you here um, I apologise I, just as a reference for everyone I didn't really let you know about, <laughs> about timings particularly well but anyway we're here which is good so apologies for starting late everyone that one's on me but, not um, a problem yeah, thank you Ollie thank, thank you Ben for uh, the technical side mm, thank you both and yeah we'll be back hopefully next week thank you again Mr Welford it's great no to worries. have you on.
probably the best school radio station in the world. This is Bry Radio. Proudly sponsored by the BPA.